Carlisle shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Here is the number if you would like to uh, call, 800-922-6680. What a weekend, what a weekend, what a heck of a game last night. Uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs uh, won by Harrison Buttkicker. In the last, what, six seconds of the game, and uh, it was uh, it was a thriller. It was uh, unbelievable. Uh, Eagles also in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, they kind of uh, uh, dominated their game on Saturday, but it's going to be uh, Chiefs and Eagles. Chiefs and Eagles in a couple of weeks. And uh, I live in Kansas City, so uh, I'm kind of happy about it. By the way, if you're considering dropping DirecTV, and I hope you do, uh, and, uh, you know, AT&T. Maybe you got a cell phone with AT&T. Yeah, drop that, too. You probably get a better deal somewhere else. Whenever you drop stuff right now, you're going to get a better deal from somebody else because they want your business so badly. Like DirecTV, you know, they're going to tell you. They're going to, well, we'll give you this, and we'll give you a gold-plated satellite dish, and we'll give you a lower price than the whatever, and will you give us back Newsmax? Well, no, we're not going to do that. I mean, we're still going to censor free speech of conservatives and kill off conservative media because right now there's really only one conservative outlet still on DirecTV. That would be Fox News. That's it. That's it. Your ability to see conservative news on DirecTV, which has like 2,000 channels, hangs by a thread. One channel on DirecTV. So I would say that you politely uh, call DirecTV and say, uh, yes, will you please come and remove that satellite dish from my roof? And they'll say, oh, please, but don't leave. No, 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 no. Will you get back, uh, will you get back uh, Newsmax? Oh, uh, we're in negotiation. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're lying to us because you don't want to lose DirecTV. And wait, or you don't want to lose uh, your subscriber. And so what you're going to do is you're going to do like they've done with, you know, things like the Arizona election. Just hope you'll forget about it. Just forget about the abuses. No, 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 no. And maybe a few weeks you'll just go back in your direct TV and you'll be happy with your direct TV. And then all of a sudden one day you're going to hear a story and it says, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson's real mad because they're, they're deplatforming Fox News on direct TV. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. I'm just going to tell you right now. And if you don't believe me, I don't know, just start paying attention. Okay? So uh, go to IWantNewsMax.com. You can go to 877-7-NEWSMAX. I'm calling today. I'm going to re record the phone call later to DirecTV uh, asking them to take their satellite dish and uh, remove it. And remove it. So you are being told that everything is fine. You are being told that there was no election malfeasance in 2020 or 2022. You are being told that the COVID virus did not come to China. You are being told that if you get that fifth booster, everything will be perfectly fine. You are being told that CRT is not being taught in schools. And then all of a sudden it is, and they defend it. And you are being told a million different things that you know in your heart are false. Including that the border's sealed. How stupid do they think you are? And then you've got people saying that Tyree Nichols, the reason why he died, being beaten to death by five black officers, black police chief, black mayor, uh, mostly black population of Memphis, is because of white supremacy. <clears throat> They're telling you that. All right. And you're going, no, no, that, that's the no. I don't believe that. Not one little bit. But you see, the only way that those narratives can stand is if the opposition is able to express itself. And DirecTV wants you to not have that option anymore. 
It's happening all over the place. Again, I ask you, go to any of the major networks, three networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS. Look for one show that's conservative. Do it. Wasn't it, uh, what, uh, Tim Allen? He had, a, he had a last man standing TV show. One of the last things that he had going, uh, conservative, took it down. Gone, 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 gone. Aren't you just getting kind of tired of this crap? Another thing that you're trying to tell you, oh, no, the economy is coming back. Listen, uh, uh, Joe Biden says that, you know, we got to keep this thing going. We got to keep this train going here because it's so awesome. Do you think the economy is awesome? I don't think it's awesome. Most people don't. Listen to this. 71% of Americans say the country is on the wrong track. Is that because of uh, Newsmax? Is it because of OAN? <clears throat> is it because of Fox News? Or is it because America's suffering and we know we're being lied to about everything? Like the border, like the origins of COVID, like the vaccine, like CRT, like sexualizing our children. Nobody is down with kindergarten kindergartners learning about sex and being told they can change genders. Nobody is. And yet those people dominate the narrative. And the people in charge of the narratives tell the people that places like DirecTV shut down the opposition. It's misinformation or disinformation. But you know the truth. You know that when it comes to this president, as far as uh, uh, the, the number of people in the United States who think that he is trustworthy, 34%, who think that he is able to handle a crisis, 32%, who think that Joe Biden is competent and effective as president, 31%, has the uh, necessary mental and physical health to be the president, 28%. Uniting the country, 23%. Chuck Todd shared this information over the weekend, 71%. Altogether, this adds up to 71% of Americans saying the country is on the wrong track. This is according to NBC. All of the things I just told you, according to NBC. And guess what? All of those negative numbers are because Joe Biden is in the White House. That's it. All of those things are because Joe Biden is in the White House. 71% of the American people know that the country is on the wrong track. They're the same number who said the country was on the wrong track before the midterms. And there's only one reason why 71% of the American people say the country is on the wrong track. It's because of policy and it's because of the man who is in charge and who has been in charge for over two years. Here is Chuck Todd. Now we're watching this brutal beating of Tyree Nichols in Memphis, Tennessee and asking, how can this be happening again? And will this be the moment that sparks real action nationally? Look, it's not. Um, yeah, there was that. You see, uh, there was a defunding of the police. There was uh, sensitivity training for the police. There was all of this stuff for the police. There was new uh, uh, community policing ideas. There was sending counselors out instead of police officers, the whole deal. So we've already been there. And guess what? It failed. It failed. We've addressed this. What we haven't addressed is the decay and rot in our country, particularly in inner city America, leadership, and culturally all of the issues that exist that nobody wants to talk about. A secret that Americans are losing confidence in their institutions, including the police. <laughs> And their political leaders in general. In fact, our new NBC News poll that's out this morning paints a picture of a deeply pessimistic country, distrustful of government in general. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's, in, who's in charge? Who's in charge? Joe Biden has been in the White House for two and a half years. Okay, uh, The mainstream media slavishly toes the party line. 
Big big tech has done the same thing, and yet 70% of the American people think the country's going in the right direction. This rests solely on those in power now. With an overall outlook that is historically bleak, asked to describe where America is headed in the next year, more than two-thirds use negative words and phrases, downhill, wrong track, disaster, hard times, and uncertain. It's both sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. Both sides of the aisle. Even Democrats know that the man in this White House right now and the people in charge of this country right now are taking the country in the wrong direction. Even Democrats. Remember when I told you earlier about sexualizing children, teaching five-year-olds that they can be the opposite gender, having 12-year-old girls go on puberty blockers and have their healthy breast tissue removed, or, or healthy boys get chemically sterilized and have their uh, genitals hacked off by a, a surgeon who, who literally, I mean, wow, <laughs> I'm, Joseph Mingle is looking up from hell going, oh my God, this is so fantastic. In America? No way they're doing this in America. Ser- are you really seriously? So hold on a second. Okay, Stalin, did you hear this? Joseph Stalin, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me, Mengele, over here in cell three in hell. Uh, did you know what they're doing in the United States? I know, I'm as freaked out as you are. Yeah, they're using your expression, Joseph Stalin. Disinformation. Seriously? No, no, no. They fell for it. They, they're, they're using disinformation. I know, it's crazy. All right, cool. Go back and do what you're doing there. Have dinner with Hitler tonight. I'll see you at the happy hour. All right, see you there. There you go, that's hell. All of this. That's because who's in charge. Here's a little bit of, uh, here's a little bit more of Chuck Todd. Uh, understanding what's happening uh, just doesn't uh, get who's causing it. Well, 71% of Americans say the nation is on the wrong track. We are in the longest sustained period of a wrong track number that high in the history of our poll. It's nearly been two and a half years of this sustained pessimism. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> what happened nearly two and a half years ago, you moron? What happened nearly two and a half years ago? Oh, there was an election, <laughs> and Joe Biden was declared the winner. And the oh, 2008 yeah. Yeah, financial there was, crisis. There was that. Let, let's hear it again. Hold on. This is great. This is just beautiful. Well, 71% oh. of Americans say the nation is on the wrong track. We are in the longest sustained period of a wrong track number that high in the history of our poll. It's nearly been two and a half years of this sustained pessimism. It's longer than the 2008 financial crisis. <sighs> What happened almost two and a half years ago? Yeah, Joe Biden was uh, supposedly election uh, elected, and he uh, he was in he's been in power ever since. That's how long we've been really pessimistic about the future of the country. Uh, derp. Here's what I want to say to Chuck Todd. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? Yeah, you're a moron. You are. What are we supposed to do, you moron? Uh, honestly, it, it it is remarkable, and and this is why I say that we have to we have to. Uh, we have to make fun of them. We have to demean them at every turn. We need to point out their absurdity. Realize we're in serious straits, but we can win this, okay? This is Jim Gossett, by the way, on the state of our country. There's something happening here. Got a press with a brain that's not clear. That's disinformation. He's got bloods where there used to be hair. Shaking hands when nobody's there. Think it's time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Biden's Democrats are going down. Two and a half years in the wrong direction. Huh. The left is in disarray. No 
November 8th could be a red day. Yeah, it should have been. We should win big, but we must be aware. For a fraud could occur everywhere. Time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Five Democrats are going down. <laughs> The FBI as corrupt as they come. Oh, yeah. How do I know? Cause I'm not dumb. Yeah, you aren't either. We must make them pay. They weaponize the DOJ. Time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Democrats keep losing ground. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? The policies will be unwound. Donald Trump had a couple of uh, campaign appearances over the weekend. We're going to get into that. Also, uh, uh, Eric Swalwell, Ilhan Omar, and uh, and uh, Pencilneck all appeared yesterday on CNN and uh, made complete fools of themselves. Uh, we'll get to all of that in your phone calls at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. They shut down your kid's school. They force them to wear masks. They taught them CRT and radical transgender nonsense. Now, Mama Bear and Papa Bear are pissed. It's the Rob Carson Show. So, a couple things this weekend maybe you didn't hear about. Hunter Biden apparently turned Joe Biden's Delaware mansion into a home office. He conducted business there. He conducted business there, guys. He did. He had. Uh, he paid his dad fifty thousand dollars a month to live there, and he was actually doing business out of the home while there were classified documents there. Here's the headline: Hunter Biden's turned De- Joe Biden's Delaware mansion into a home office while it was stuffed with classified documents on countries the rogue first son did business with. <clears throat> As it's revealed, the FBI took president's notebooks from the house. So I told you this last week. I said, huh, wonder why uh, Hunter Biden would be hanging out at Joe Biden's mansion paying $50,000 a month. I said, well, because Joe Biden's doing his son's business from the house. I said this. I said the reason why Joe Biden spends half of his time on vacation at his at his homes is be, and why he puts a lid on things so early here is not only because he's losing his mind, because he's doing business off the books there. Duh. <laughs> and of course, you know, I said that two weeks ago. And, you know. <clears throat> then you also hear this. Biden administration, uh, very friendly to George Soros, who, by the way, should be arrested and charged with uh, espionage, among other things, and publicly executed. I know it sounds really severe, but you got to see what Joe, what he's all about. George Soros is a really evil man. He's involved in a lot of uh, world politics that end up costing a lot of people their lives. So, director of the... Uh, so the Soros Open Society Foundation visited the White House and Joe Biden over a dozen times. The top George Soros director is frequent uh, Biden White House access, according to records. High-level director at George Soros Open Society Foundation, the old OSF, who is tied to the group bankrolled by the millionaire and quietly working with President Biden's administration on policy, has close ties to the White House, according to records. Tom Briarello, off, uh, Open Society U.S. executive director and part of Soros leadership leadership team who sits on the board of Governing for Impact, an outside Soros-funded group maneuvering behind the scenes to shape and implement policy, has frequently visited the White House for meetings and events. These are the people who are, uh, who are meeting with our president. Yeah. And you know it, too. President Trump started his campaign season 
over the weekend in South Carolina. It's kind of funny. The only network that carries Trump rallies and gets gigantic ratings is Newsmax. Literally three to five million people on a Saturday night. That makes SNL look like, uh, you know, uh, a bad uh, uh, pay-per-view or, uh, or a home shopping network. <clears throat> and lo and behold, last week, DirecTV decides to get rid of Newsmax. They got rid of OAN last year because a couple of uh, a couple of Democrats and Nancy Pelosi told DirecTV to get this misinformation off the air. We want you to go after OAN, Newsmax, and Fox. Well, they got OAN, they got Newsmax last week, and now they're going after Fox. They will go after Fox. But the president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump, by the way, he uh, he had a terrific weekend. He resonated with a lot of people who know the country is going in the wrong direction. Here is Donald Trump. We're going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created and bring safety, prosperity, and prestige back to America. And I will say uh, we're going to put America first, as I did just two and a half years ago. America was first. And uh, there's never been a... It's about the same time that Chuck Todd said that Americans started feeling pessimistic. For two and a half years, he, Chuck Todd, just said 71% of us say the country's going in the wrong direction. Yeah. If time like it. Every day for the United States, though, is April Fool's Day. This just occurred to me yesterday. Because I see what's happening, I'd say... What's going on? What's happening? What's wrong? It's like April Fool's, right? We have open borders yep. when they should be closed. Yep. April Fool's Day, right? <laughs> who, would open, who would want open borders with everybody just pouring in? We have prisoners and people from mental institutions and terrorists being dumped into our country when they should not be accepted. April Fool's, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all uh, racist and xenophobic of him. Yeah. And here he is with some promises for what's going to happen if he is reelected. We will use every tool at our disposal, we'll give to Steve, to defend election integrity, and we will dismantle the illegal censorship regime and bring back free speech to America. That'd be nice. And as they say in New Hampshire, live free or die. That's yes. pretty good. Yes. Right? Live free. So, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Proud of that's great. That's great. He uh, did two appearances, obviously, one in New Hampshire, one in South Carolina. And he was well received. Uh, coming up, I've got some more audio from Donald Trump with regard to the border, the other nonsense. He had a great, a kind of, almost a stand up routine about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, the absurdity of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and their abject corruption. And then I promise you, in the next segment, we'll get to Swalwell, Omar, and Schiff. It is uh, spectacular. And our Speaker of the House, who grew some when we held him to account if he wanted to be the Speaker, he rebuts all of it beautifully. That's on the other side of this. This is The Rob Carson Show. guys, it's Rob Carson. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. 
Birch Gold makes it easy to convert your IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word ROB to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With over 20 years of experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting ROB to the number 989898. There's no obligation to make this request. Just text ROB to 989898. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to our country is ours. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you would like to support Newsmax because DirecTV, all of the hundreds of channels that they're on there, only one news channel that is kind of conservative is Fox. And that's it. That's it, kids. That's what DirecTV is doing. They started with news ma- or with OAN last year. They got the marching orders from Nancy Pelosi with her two flying monkeys who uh, said, disinformation, get rid of OAN, get rid of Newsmax, get rid of Fox. They got rid of OAN. They just got rid of uh, Newsmax last week, and they want to get rid of Fox. Right now, Newsmax, fourth largest cable news network in the country. I want Newsmax.com or 877-7-NEWSMAX. Uh, and one of the reasons is that Donald Trump's campaign season has started. That's one of the reasons. It is. I, I reasoned this last week. Uh, somebody called my show and said, yeah, Rob, you know, uh, Newsmax carries Trump rallies. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. And uh, what else? Donald Trump in, in uh, different polls, 25 to 35 points ahead of Ron DeSantis in, uh, in, in primary voting. If the primary were held today, Donald Trump would be the Republican candidate. That's just the, you know, and so now DirecTV is going, okay, let's go ahead and cancel Newsmax this week before Donald Trump kicks off the campaign season Saturday and Sunday in South Carolina and New Hampshire. Don't, uh, as Rush used to say, don't doubt me. Don't doubt me. I don't like to steal his line. I'm not trying to steal his line. But on this, I know what I'm talking about. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. Last week, the day that I started talking about Newsmax, being removed. Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. They took Newsmax off the night before. My Facebook page went away. And the reason being I was talking about it. I talked about Newsmax being banned and Facebook going after me. And I put up a fake post about a month ago that said COVID is a joke. Just to see what what uh, what Facebook would do. COVID is a joke. Well, they banned, they, they shut down that post. And then the day that I'm talking about Newsmax, the day after, the day after Newsmax gets booted from DirecTV, Facebook makes my page go bye-bye, just like they did the day after the election in 2022. Before I could make a post with no idea, they just said I violated community standards without a post i didn't post anything they did the same thing if you're down with that and you're ready you're preparing for direct tv to get rid of your last little sliver of conservatism which will be fox news you better be ready for it because that's coming next and what you can do is tell direct tv get off my roof 
I want Newsmax.com or 877-7-NEWSMAX. Here is Donald Trump yesterday talking about the southern border. In case you didn't know this, uh, and everybody does, and everybody is so mad, they're ready to take their pitchforks to our nation's capital and say, shut down the freaking border because of all the crime, the destruction of border cities, and uh, 108,000 people dying of drug overdoses last year, 75% from fentanyl from China, disguised as prescription meds, which means they were murders. And Joe Biden says that the border's closed. Here's what President Trump said about that. Together we will complete the unfinished business of making America great again. You know, when they hit MAGA, oh, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. That means make America great again. We're trying to explain that to a couple yeah, of Democrats. <laughs> kind of hard. They don't quite get it. No. Just as we did two years ago, we're going to stop coal, the invasion on our border. That's an invasion, our southern border. Yep. We went from the best to, I think, the worst in the world, Henry. I think it's the worst ever, because no third world country would allow that to happen. Nope. They'd be there with sticks and stones if they had to be. But nothing like that's ever. This is an invasion that no... And everybody knows it. To the point that more Americans than not would, if they were asked, take up arms, go to the border, and protect the border ourselves. Because we know our government's not going to do it. And we're tired of it. It's one of the sacred promises of the government is that they protect our sovereignty, protect our citizenry, and they're not doing it. They're not doing it. And people are dying because of it, and we're tired of it. Sick and tired of it. Now, Lindsey Graham was at, I believe, the, yeah, the South Carolina rally. And, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Lindsey Graham. I think he's a rhino from hell. But uh, he actually did say something that's very true about Donald Trump. There's one thing I want to talk to you about. How many, how many times have you heard we like Trump uh, policies, but we want somebody new? There are no Trump policies without Donald Trump. I was there. You know why $400 billion was given by NATO nations? Because he asked and they were afraid to say no. Every president since I've been up there has asked NATO to give more money, but they gave more money when he asked. People talk about China. You did something about China. They finally paid. Everybody's been talking about China. You made them pay. You know why Mexico said yes to you? Because she scared the hell out of them by taking on China. And by the way, if uh, those of you in the GOP, uh, you rhinos, if you think that, uh, that Donald Trump is not going to have an impact on the GOP for at least a generation. You're fooling yourself. If you think that Mike Pence will be elected president, you're fooling yourself. If you think that Liz Cheney will be elected president, you are fooling yourself. Donald Trump changed the party, and it's not going back. Here's another thing. Donald Trump was real good about keeping us out of wars. And I don't know about you, best, but it looks like we're heading toward World War III with regard to our involvement in Ukraine, sending 41 A1 Abrams tanks in, and now we got people at the Pentagon saying they want to send in F-16s. This guy's going to be in world, remember, Crooked Hillary? He's going to cause a war in his first week in office because they think that's my personality type. It's actually the opposite. My personality kept us out of war. And I told you before, would it never happen with Russia? 
would have never gone in. Putin would have never, ever gone in. Yeah, you know why? Because when you talk and when you, uh, when you uh, project strength, not only with speech, but also with policy, the bullies of the world back down. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. Oh, and then something kind of cool happened yesterday. <clears throat> Carrie Lake had a big rally yesterday in Arizona. And just real quick, I'll just tell you, uh, of course I think that Katie Hobbs stole the election. Do you know why? Because I'm not stupid. And I also said that if that, if that victory... I say in quotes, of Katie Hobbs is allowed to stand, then it's over for any election in this country. And that's why we're not forgetting about it. But Donald Trump decided to call her rally and got quite a response from the crowd. President Trump, you're not going to believe this crowd. Everyone in Arizona cares about election integrity. Tell them hello. Well, hello, everybody. against the American uh, the, the people when you take away their right of uh, representation uh, then all hell's going to break loose I told you we've been living a tale of two cities we have a bourgeois we have a proletariat we have people who move in Washington D.C. and they, they rule us they spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours and uh, lately we've discovered the last 20 years when they leave office they go to big pharma they go to big whatever they make a bleep ton of money they sell books nobody ever buys uh, they become uh, uh, billionaires or millionaires by the hundreds of millions like Barack Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Joe Biden and all of that stuff. And now we know that the uh, the vote, it looks like the vote is under attack, even though, by the way, the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say there's nothing wrong with it. The same people who also say that you can switch genders at four years old and the same people who say that the border is sealed. So, uh, you know, that's about worthless, all right? But once you take away that right, that, that you're no longer being heard, Red said he's a journalist uh, that was fired because he exposed uh, how corrupt the Bidens are. Call back, Red, if you get a second. We'd love to hear your story. Uh, and by the way, here, here's the deal. Um, like so many things, we are so overwhelmed with media. We are so overwhelmed with the news cycle that, uh, that frequently we, we just forget things. And Joe Biden knows you're going to forget things. And, and the Democrat Party knows you're going to forget things. Uh, for instance, uh, Hillary Clinton literally working with the FBI to create the Russia collusion hoax. It was a hoax. We know it was a lie. We know that Adam Schiff was on the Intel Committee. He knew that this was a hoax. Uh, it was made up. It was fabricated, paid for by Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party, and yet Adam Schiff not only uh, went ahead and said that uh, that Donald Trump colluded with Russia, he's still doing it, which, by the way, exemplifies why he should not be on the Intel Committee. He's a lying sack of crap that uses his position on the Intel Committee 
to strengthen our enemies and go after his political opponents. Bye-bye, Adam. You're done. You're done, sucker. You're no longer on the intel committee. But, you know, some of the other things we forget, we think, you know, we'll just leave the 20, 2020 election, leave it in the rearview mirror. It's already over. It's settled. You know, the courts, they, uh, they didn't have standing, even though they didn't have evidence or they didn't listen to any of the evidence. And even though there are thousands of affidavits seen otherwise, and I can go into it, all of that, you know, whatever. All I'm asking is for an investigation. There never has been one. But, you know, the powers that be, they think you're just going to forget about it. And they think you're going to forget about Carrie Lake. They think, oh, it's just, it's just an Arizona election. Well, you know what? There are a lot of people in Arizona who are willing to fall on that sword and die on that sword for election integrity. And here's what Carrie Lake had to say to those people. Here is, uh, yeah, Carrie Lake. It was a botched election. And then when we had some brave board of supervisors in Cochise County, some of you heard about this, and Mojave County, where Sonny Borelli is from. And they said, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not going to certify this election. Katie Hobbs, in her capacity as Secretary of State, said you will certify that election huh. or I'm sending you off to jail. Secretary of State. This is outrageous. In charge of the election. Outrageous. Yeah. Certify the sham election or you're going to jail is what she said. Well, <laughs> I've got a message for that twice convicted racist, Katie Hobbs, who is currently <laughs> a squatter in the governor's wow, office. Wow, what? What? What is it? Don't get too comfortable, sweetie. <laughs> oh, I love that. I just, I just love it. And, and again, for those of you who don't know, Katie Hobbs, Secretary of State, in charge of the elections, running against uh, Carrie Lake, uh, did not recuse herself from the elections, was supposed to fix the election problems of the last 12 years that have been going on in Arizona. She didn't. And on election day, when most Republicans are going to vote because they don't trust the election system, conveniently, 65% of the voting machines in Maricopa County stopped working, didn't work, paper wrong size. Please, if you don't think, if you think that election was on the up and up, you are uh, out of your nut. I'm just going to tell you that. Now, coming up, the, the, I'm going to share next the Swalwell Omar Schiff audio and Kevin McCarthy, who now has cojones. It's weird. His rebuttal, it's beautiful. That's on the way, as well as your phone calls, 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you are in any other country... And you had an intelligence committee in a ruling body, uh, and it turns out one of the people on the intelligence committee, which was <clears throat> had access to all uh, critical intelligence with regard to uh, uh, our enemies and whatnot, if there were someone on that committee who was literally having sex with a Chinese spy... All right, a Chinese spy, uh, that person on the intel committee would be investigated immediately, uh, let alone, of course, the obvious, being removed from his position on the intel committee. And that's what Kevin McCarthy did to uh, Eric Swalwell. He also did the same thing to Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff on the intel committee. Adam Schiff knew that the FBI made up a Russian dossier, paid for a Russian dossier to prove some sort of collusion with Russia for the 2016 election. That was false. That was false. And yet Adam Schiff on the intel committee had the intelligence in front of him and still today toes that party line.
That's why he's no longer on the committee. And he never will be as long as Kevin McCarthy is in charge of the House. And uh, whenever uh, a Republican is in office that uh, would have would hold sway over to the, the decision. This is from Jim Gossett, by the way. Swalwell had a little bang-bang with a little bang-bang, a Chinese spy. Bang-bang was his little honey, helped him raise money, and that is why he's out. There's no doubt an affair he can't defend. Bang-bang, Eric's little bang-bang got him in the end. Bang-bang, Eric's little bang-bang proved he's China's friend. Ship has a tiny little pencil, a tiny little pencil, a pencil neck. He is no more than a token. Many laws he's broken. We suspect Omar. She went too far. An anti-Semite clown. Ships Swalwell and Omar. I'm glad that they went down. Ships Swalwell and Omar. Let's run them out of town. That kind of reminds me of, you know, when I was a little kid there with the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's pretty, pretty fang fang. Yeah, I came up with that, by the way. Jim Gossett rocked it. Here's Adam Schiff doubling down. Even though we all know that Russia collision didn't happen, we all know that he was on the Intel Committee. He knew it, but he went in. He was all in and all done, literally working with the FBI on a $40 million of our money going into a, an investigation of Russia collusion that proved... There was no Russia collusion, and yet this jackweed, this pencil-necked little jackweed, still is saying that there was Russia collusion with Trump. He is a weasel. He is a miserable, awful human being. He is a liar. He is not a friend of our country. And here is what he had to say. You said that there was direct evidence of the fact that Donald Trump colluded with Russia back in 2016. Special counsel Robert Mueller said in his report, quote, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government. Republicans argue that's proof that you used your position on the Intelligence Committee to intentionally mislead Americans, which is why you should not be on that committee. If you read the Mueller report, uh, he makes clear, uh, even in the first few pages of the report, that he states no conclusion on whether Donald Trump and his campaign colluded with the Russians. But you see, the, uh, the investigation was to find it, and they found no evidence, which means it didn't happen. But what he does reveal in this report, what we found in our investigation, is that Donald Trump's campaign manager was sharing internal campaign polling data and their strategy for key battleground states with an agent of Russian intelligence, while that same unit of Russian intelligence was helping the Trump campaign. No, that's an absolute lie. And by the way, uh, Russia had no uh, no compelling interest to have Donald Trump in the White House. They did have every compelling interest to have Hillary Clinton in the White House. And here is Kevin McCarthy explaining why uh, Mr. Schiff is gone. Adam Schiff lied to the American public. He came after Devin Nunes. We had the inspector general came, come out and say what Adam Schiff was saying was a lie. He had a laptop before an election, and he used his role as knowing intel to say it was Russia collusion, which was a lie. We had a whistleblower. Hillary Clinton came up with that, by the way. That Adam Schiff said he didn't know anything about, but he actually, his staff met and prepped beforehand. You cannot have somebody at, at that level with no integrity, with lying to the American public, and you knowing it to put back on. So no, he's no longer going to serve on the intel committee based upon what he did as a member and
Yeah, and by the way, we've got more on this coming up. And also, uh, Hunter Biden using the Delaware mansion as an office. And then we'll get into the Tyree Nichols story. This is the Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show last hour. Excuse me, on the Rob Carson Show. And uh, we have a lot to get to. Ken Paxton, the AG of Texas, will join us very shortly. We have a little uh, update on what's going on at the border, what he's doing legally to uh, stop Biden's assault on the border and the murder of our children with fentanyl from China coming across the border and all of that stuff. So I uh, also want to mention to you that uh, if you want to support Newsmax and get us back on DirecTV, go to IWantNewsmax.com or you can call them directly 877-7-NEWSMAX, 877-7-NEWSMAX. Uh, last year... Uh, OAN was dropped from DirecTV uh, after Nancy Pelosi and her flying monkeys got in touch with them and said, they distribute disinformation or misinformation, which is only conservative speech. And so DirecTV dutifully did so, got rid of OAN, and then just decided to do Newsmax. And they will come for Fox, kids. They will come for Fox. I am leaving DirecTV today. Just kind of done with them. Just kind of completely, completely uh, uh, done with them. And uh, so I would hope that you would uh, do that as well. This is uh, Jim Gossett, one of our many theme songs about dropping DirecTV. I want Newsmax.com. Big problems I am having with DirecTV. They drop Newsmax from their lineup suddenly. Tomorrow I will be calling AT&T. There must be 50 ways to cancel service. 50 ways to cancel service. You just pick out the phone, Joan. Cancel your plan, Stan. Send an email, Gail, to DirecTV. Come on, Gail. Tell me you're through, Lou. What you need to do, sir? Dump AT&T, Lee. And set yourself free. Come on, Lee, get on it. You just make the call, Paul. Return the dishes, Trish. Suspend or obey, Ray. And listen to me. You're gonna love it. When you tell them to shop it, millions will bleed from DirecTV. They will silence all conservative speech on DirecTV. All of your 1,200, 1,500, whatever else stupid channels you have on DirecTV that you never watch. Yeah. Uh, most, 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 most. Like 99.9% of them. Not conservative. There you go. So you know what DirecTV is all about. You know what AT&T are all about. It's just a matter of what you want to play along. I'm going to stream. If I want to watch uh, Newsmax, I'll just stream it from now on. There are a million other ways to stream it. I would have preferred to be on DirecTV. I would love it if DirecTV would say, okay, okay, hey, listen, let's stop the bleeding right now. You were, you were wrong. We were wrong. But I don't know if they're going to do that. So just go to IWantNewsmax.com or call 877-7-NEWSMAX and make, it, make, it, make yourself be heard. So Eric Swalwell was talking to Dana Bash on CNN over the weekend. He was removed from the Intel Committee because uh, he was banging a Chinese spy. I know, I know, I know. Normally you'd be like, oh, banging a Chinese spy. Wow, maybe we should investigate you in case, I don't know, maybe you did a little pillow talk, you know, whatever. Maybe there was a little quid pro. Quid, I, mm, I could rhyme the word quo so easily. Oh, my, whoa, it, mm, but I'm not going to. 
But nobody's answering that. They just know that he uh, banged the snot out of a Chinese spy. Really? Her name was Fang Fang. And, and as soon as it got out, the Chinese government ordered her out of the country. It was ordering Chinese takeout, as I like to call it. Well, here's Eric Swalwell uh, yesterday talking to Dan Abash about, uh, about the, the Chinese spy. Did I mention he was banging a Chinese spy? Hi, Congressman, you were also removed yeah. uh, by Republicans from the Intelligence Committee. What the speaker said about you is that beginning in 2012, a suspected Chinese spy developed ties to you and to your office, even put an intern uh, there, raised campaign funds for you. You say very clearly you cut off ties with this person back in 2015 when you found out you cooperated with the FBI. But the bottom line question is this. Did you put yourself in a vulnerable position? Well, I may be vulnerable. I mean, depending. I could have fallen over, I guess. You know, I, I was actually on one foot. In any way so that this alleged Chinese spy... Oh, I don't think that's the position they were talking about. Never mind. ...could have benefited or even learn American secrets. No, absolutely not. Uh, but, Dana, uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, take the FBI's word for it. They never... Oh, the FBI! Well, of course we'll take their word for it, even though they're colluding with uh, big social media and the mainstream media to shut down Hunter Biden's laptop story and Russia collusion. Yeah, sure. Just listen to the FBI. They'll tell you the truth. ...about ongoing investigations and... and Former Chairman Schiff knows this as a member of the Gang of Eight. Three different times they came out and said two things. All I did was help them, and also I was never under any suspicion of wrong. Sure. Well, um, unfortunately, you would never be able to uh, get a security clearance ever, ever. In any other circumstance, here's Kevin McCarthy, who somehow grew some cojones last week, talking about uh, Eric Swalwell and why he'll never be back on the Intel Committee ever, ever, ever. Swalwell's a whole different situation. Swalwell was a member of Congress that before he became to Congress, he developed a relationship when he was a city councilman with a Chinese spy. When he got appointed by Nancy Pelosi in a very early age, in the minority even, into the Intel Committee, which is the hardest committee to be appointed to, the FBI came to Congress and said, you have a problem. We need to warn you. You just put somebody on the Intel Committee that has a relationship with a Chinese spy. The FBI pretty, pretty fang fang. thought it was a problem that they had to come and tell Congress. The mistake was Nancy Pelosi kept him on. When I became leader, that was the only time that I had a level that the FBI briefed me about it. He should not serve on this committee. In the private sector, he could not get a security clearance. I am not... Yeah, because he was... Uh, did I mention he was banging a Chinese spy? Okay, just back up. Okay, I'll even say it polite, more politely. There was a Chinese intelligence operative operating in the United States who established a deep and personal relationship with a member of the House of Representatives who was on the House Intel Committee. Yeah, yeah, she was a spy, you see. And I'm expected to say there's nothing to see here. Then, of course, there's uh, Ilhan Omar, who is a rabid, radical, anti-Semite. Everything that she has said is anti-Semitic. She thinks that Israel is evil. She said it many, many times, many, many times. And here is Ilhan Omar. She uh, she said that uh, when it comes to the, the Jews, you know, it's all about the Benjamins in this country, meaning that the Jews control the money, which is what anti-Semites believe. And here she is. Listen, to this. this is where it gets really funny. 
here she is uh, not only denying that she said it's all about the Benjamins when it comes to the Jews, but also denying that uh, there is a trope out there about Jews and money. Now, if you're a stand-up comedian in good standing and you know any great stand-up comedian, for instance, Jewish comedians like uh, uh, Henny Youngman or, uh, or uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, that the, the, the line is uh, quite stereotypical, of course, but uh, it is an old line. Even Jewish people talk about Jews and money. Okay, you know, it's the same way with Irish people and drinking. And I'm Irish, and I don't drink anymore. But anyway, here is... Uh, a, a, this is, this is Ilhan Omar saying that she had no idea that there was a trope out there about Jews controlling the money. So when you apologized uh, for the, all about the Benjamins <clears throat> comment, you said anti-Semitism is real. And I'm grateful for Jewish allies and colleagues. Who and are- I know this because I'm an, a card-carrying anti-Semite. Actually, she didn't say that, but she is. Educating me on the painful history of anti-Semitic tropes. What did you learn? A lot. Um, I certainly did not or was not aware that the word hypnotize uh, was a trope. Um, I wasn't aware um, of, of the fact that there are tropes about Jews and money. Um, that has been very enlightening. Uh, I had no idea there was a trope about Jews and money. I'm just saying, every stand-up comedian, particularly Jewish comedians, that's their go-to. All right, that's their go-to. <laughs> This is so stupid in the face of it, honestly. You must think we're stupid. Here is uh, Kevin McCarthy, who apparently grew some cojones last week because uh, 20 Republicans said, grow some cojones, uh, talking about Ilhan Omar being uh, an anti-Semite. Now, Congresswoman Omar, the thing she has said as a member of Congress, she said, people only love Israel for the Benjamins. She said on 9-11, something happened there. Yeah, what was she that? equated the U.S. military and the Israeli security forces equal to Hamas, uh. Or even going further and claiming it um, to others inside the Middle East. Yeah, there's this is a real concern to me because on foreign affairs, they also get read in to classified information. If she has that belief, I don't believe she should serve on the Foreign Affairs Committee as well. No, no, you shouldn't. Uh, Anti-Semites who broadcast their anti-Semitism shouldn't be on any committee in Congress. Unfortunately, she's been elected, most probably because they harvest a whole hell of a lot of votes in in, uh, Minneapolis. I know this for a fact, actually. It was exposed by Project Veritas a few years ago. They go into some of the high-rise buildings where elderly residents live in Ilhan Omar's district. I know this because I used to live there. And they go in and they're paid some money and they get they get votes from elderly people and you know and they uh, you know uh, say you really ought to vote for Democrats because otherwise you know you, you never know what'll happen some bad things could happen but anyway uh, there's uh, Kevin McCarthy and uh, they're they're done all right and and they went on yesterday all three uh, 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 Swalwell uh, Schiff and her went on. Uh, CNN, and they ended up getting disproven. They ended up looking like complete fools, and they're out of it. And this is the cool thing. All you have to do is do a little bit of homework. All you have to do is just do your homework and say no. And that's all you got to do. It's like you got people around the country who are saying that Tyree Nichols died because racism. Uh, Tyree Nichols was beaten to death by five black police officers. There was a black police chief, a black mayor, and a majority black community, Memphis. If you believe that racism caused that, and well, actually, you don't. Nobody does. Unless you are 
one of the people who had their hands out whenever an incident like this happens, including Jesse Jackson, uh, Black Lives Matter, they're being quiet, weird, kind of weird, you know, kind of weird, because they took $100 million the last time a black man was uh, killed in custody in Minneapolis, made a hell of a lot of money, walked with it, never did anything. So the, the people with their hands out have their hands out right now. And, uh, and then uh, there are some, those are the people who believe, or at least say they believe, that Tyree Nichols was, uh, was beaten to death because of racism. And then the people who follow those people who just don't get it. And by the way, when you, when you, when you hear that trope about uh, Tyree Nichols being, uh, his death being caused by racism, that is another way that the left in this country further disparages black people. And they do. They do. Whenever, for instance, an incident like this happens and they claim that the country is racist, they disparage everyone in the country. They disparage the country. But when they say that even though there was five black police officers and racism behind it, now they're going after black people. And I'll explain why in a minute. And if you'd like to chime in, here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. Fuck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Funding isn't necessarily as aggressive as, as a lot of folks paint it. Paint it. You know, school budgets get cut almost every year. Yeah, defund the police. How well that work for you? Yeah. How, how well did that work for you, defunding the police around the country? Uh, you've got a massive spike in crime going around the country. Uh, last week, we had a young man named Tyree Nichols beaten to death by five black police officers. He is a black man. And yet people who've gotten really, really rich by being uh, race uh, uh, poverty pimps and, uh, and race uh, pimps like uh, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and uh, Van Jones, who got $100 million, literally extorted, $100 million. Now, actually, uh, Bill Gates just gave it to him. Uh, and what has he done with it? What has he done? What has Black Lives Matter done with it? What has Barack Obama done for uh, the inner city what, with the, the collapse of the uh, African-American family, a murder rate, black-on-black -black violence, 13 times the national average, and yet and yet, cities like uh, Baltimore keep keep uh, voting back in the same morons who, uh, who do the same old crap, and nothing gets better. I've been talking about this for 30 years of my career. It's, uh, my career has been one of the, the, the high points of my career is talking about the uh, destruction of the African-American family, the foster care system that has been overburdened with black children because of it, and uh, mothers being uh, losing their sons, uh, and, and kids uh, graduating from high school not able to read, their only cho choice, uh, dealing drugs, and dying at a very young age. Honestly, aren't we just about done with this? Aren't we just about done with it? I'm about done with it, to be quite honest. And here's a Memphis TV report talking about uh, defunding the police and basically uh, uh, essentially saying, uh, predicting what would happen. Hiring people who are not qualified, who would do something like this. And by the way, the only reason that these, uh, the only reason that these five black police officers uh, were there and beat uh, 
him to death was lack of training and lack of humanity. That's it. It's not caused by white people. It's not white, caused by white privilege. That's all absurd. That's all stupid talk. That's all the people who like to extort money and, and uh, uh, live on a narrative that has never been true while distracting from the real problem in America. But here's a little bit of that TV report. Black and Hispanic officers use force far less frequently than white male officers. Problem is, like you said, few people of color want to be police officers. So a new look to the police force is going to take a new approach to targeting, acquiring, and training cops of color. Okay, well, obviously that didn't work here, did it? It didn't work here. Now, one person who isn't afraid to uh, tell the truth, Jason Whitlock. He's a political commentator, Gen Xer like me. Also a man of color. And uh, here he is this weekend, and I'm, I'm going to let him play it because it's the same stuff I've been saying for a hell of a long time. But, you know, I always get called racist because I do because I'm a white guy. I don't get what people are protesting about. Uh, these are five black officers. The victim is black. The police chief is black. The police have been fired and charged, and they will be convicted, I would assume, by a predominantly black jury in a city that's 65 percent black. So... The system is going to work here. What The other system that's working is the corporate media's insistence on promoting racial division. Mm -hmm. This is a distraction, in my opinion. What? CNN hyped this video like they were hyping the Super Bowl. Yeah. And there's really only 60 seconds of relevant content. You show the police misconduct from overhead as they brutalize this man. And make it clear this is an open and shut case, and the guys are going to be convicted, and we move on. They treated this like a Super Bowl, enraging people, promoting the violence, and this is the most important story in the history of the planet. Yeah, and people are mad. Not because of racism. It's because of five men beating another man to death. Tyree Nichols was given 71 swift and contradictory commands in 13 minutes as they beat him to death. Lack of training, lack of humanity. That's what this is all about. Here's a little bit more from Jason Whitlock. Clearly, they don't want us focused on reality. What is that? Hey, if they want us to yes. devote an hour of coverage to this and weekend coverage of this, mm -hmm. and they want to take us to a good place, yes. I would examine the racial element of this sure. because there yeah. is a racial element. What, really? And this is a story about young black men hmm? and their inability to treat each other in a humane way oh. everybody involved in this on the street level was either 24 to 32 years old mm -hmm. everybody it was a group of young black men five on one mm -hmm. looked like gang violence to me hmm. it, it looked like what young black men do when they're supervised by a single black woman what? and that's what they got going Racist. on in the memphis police department they've elected some uh, or put some black woman in charge of the police force, and we're getting the same kind of chaos and disunity and violence that we see in a lot of these cities that are run by single mothers. Mm, wow, that's pretty heavy duty. A little bit more. If we want to discuss the breakdown of family that leads to 
disrespect for authority that causes you to resist the police and run from the police and not comply with the police because you resist authority at all time because there was no male authority in your home. Ah. Let's have that discussion. Wow. But that's not where they want to take us. Mm -mm. They no. want to take us down the path of saying, you know what? This is Tucker Carlson's fault. Ooh, yeah. This is some random white. This is Donald Trump's fault. Yes. It's not. It's the breakdown of family and the buying in to all these left wing things that have nothing to do with promoting family. And by the way, I know this because my father left me at seven years of age. I know what it can do to you, but I wouldn't resort to violence. All right, coming up, Ken Paxton, AG of Texas. Don't go anywhere. Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation. When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the, the Rob Carson Show. And joining us on the Newsmax Hotline is Ken Paxton, the uh, AG for the great state of Texas. Hello, sir, and uh, happy new, new year to you. I haven't talked to you since last year. Welcome to the show. Hey, great to be back. I hope you're doing well. I am doing quite well. There's a lot of stuff going on with regard, obviously, to the southern border. Um, and uh, and I got a couple of things I, I want to mention. Um, I see a headline last week that uh, Biden's migration headache explodes a record 242 million people across Latin America now want to leave, many eyeing the United States. Clearly, the reason why we have this illegal stream across the southern border is not because of climate change. Uh, I would uh, I would uh, venture to say, as I did during the uh, during the Obama administration, this is about American policy. Uh, what do you have to say, uh, Ken Paxton? Well, it's, it's unfortunate that you're right. I mean, this is shouldn't be about American policy. It should be about American law, which has been passed by elected representatives across the decades. And basically, the Biden administration has said, "Look, I don't respect the law. I don't respect the voters." I'm going to do it my way, and we're not going to follow laws. And so it's, it's pretty disgusting because the consequences are not minimal. They're not small. People are dying. Kids are dying from fentanyl overdoses. Human trafficking is, is, is rampant. And the costs of this are going to reverberate through our country for decades. I saw this uh, this poll, actually, a majority of voters support using citizen volunteers to triage the southern border. This according to the Trafalgar Group. Uh, and and I think that a lot of people are, uh, uh, Ken Paxton, I, I believe that a lot of people are. A lot of people are saying, you know what, if the federal government won't do anything about it, we're going to go ahead and, and we will volunteer to go do so. Um, what What is the state of uh, Texas doing to secure the border? I know we've seen a few things happen with, uh, with uh, when the president visited and whatnot. What is Texas doing to uh, to stem the flow of illegal immigration, uh, and what is it able to do without the assistance of the federal government? So we've got, I think we've had 15 lawsuits since Biden came into office just on immigration issues. We just filed one uh, the last couple of weeks on immigration. I know that our legislature is now discussing spending billions of dollars to try to help secure our border, but the reality is we don't have a border like we used to. This is uh, everything prior to Biden was people coming here trying to you know, sneak across the border, trying to evade border security. Now, the Biden administration has, has a deal set up with the cartels, has made it well known that if they will just bring them to the Border Patrol, they don't have to run or hide. They can just turn themselves in, say the magic word asylum, and the Biden administration will take it from there. It's a deal. And it's, it's 
I don't know how it makes it very difficult for us to stop because it's not like they're trying to cross our border. They're going straight to Border Patrol, and we don't have uh, much access to where the Border Patrol agents are. I mean, ac- uh, lawsuits are fine. All right, but it's not stemming the flow of illegals coming across our border. I mean, what what well, can this what can Texas do? What about the National Guard? People want kind of want you know we want to know. Well, there's Rob. I mean, the governor could, I guess, enlist the National Guard. He already is. Um, but as far as stopping, if if you actually go down the border, you can actually see this. It's it's hard to imagine uh, when you're just you know you're just a regular Joe and you're not you haven't been down there. But when you go down there and see how this process is working, and this isn't like this is not the normal process where if all of our guys are guarding the border, it would ma- it would make much of a difference because the only people that don't go to border patrol are these gotaway these gotaways because they can't go to border patrol because apparently they're so bad they can't even turn themselves into border patrol. But everybody's just marching in a line. The cartels are delivering. It's like UPS, you know, uh, delivering people to the border patrol, and the border patrol is you know FedEx. FedEx uh, delivering, you know, across the, the United States. So there's a partnership going on, and we're not part of that partnership. We don't have a way to stop that partnership, and that's why the lawsuits matter. As they continue to go on, unfortunately, lawsuits are not done in a day or a week. They're typically years. So you're right. It's very frustrating because the Biden administration is thumbing their nose at the rest of the country saying, look, we're, not, we're above the law. We don't respect the law. We don't care what the Constitution says about the law. We're just doing our own thing. We're no different than what – I mean, literally, that attitude and that those, that behavior is no different than what happens in Venezuela, China, or, or Russia. I don't see the difference. What do you suppose that uh, should face these people? Uh, should, uh, say, for instance, Donald Trump uh, become the president again? Uh, what, what, what cost and, and, and what charges should be levied against a, a president and an administration that would allow uh, the uh, user, not the user, but the, the uh, 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 illegals to uh, invade the country and essentially jeopardize the sovereignty of our country and, and its citizens? What do you suppose the charges should be? What do you suppose should be done other than sealing the border? Don't you suppose that uh, some people should be held accountable for the suffering that they've caused? There's no doubt if we had Congress with the courage, we would have we would have impeachments now. These guys would be held accountable. And then there ought to be some type of collusion going on here between the cartels and the Biden administration. And there ought to be, I think, criminal liability and definitely civil liability from families that have lost their kids because of fentanyl overdoses. There ought to be accountability. But guess what? That's, that's a very challenging process when you've got the Democrats in control of the Senate. They've been in control of the House. We now have a Republican House, obviously. But that's what really needs to happen. Otherwise, these guys are like, whatever, we can do whatever we want. There's no accountability for us. We're not going to be impeached. We have no civil liability. We have no criminal liability. We're good. Um, we're talking to Ken Paxton, the attorney general of the great state of Texas. And um, uh, support is building for um, uh, the Republicans to authorize a military force against the Mexican drug cartels. Ain't going to happen while Joe Biden is the president, I'm assuming. But say, for instance, uh, there was a Republican president. Uh, what sort of action would you support? Uh, would you support a military action, painting targets, uh, going after the cartels, going after the manufacturing plants, going after the mansions of these people? Would you be down with uh, the uh, U.S. military military response to what is being done to our southern border by Mexico? Well, first of all, I would I would say let's first of all start off going back to the the, the laws that we have in place, which 
Trump was enforcing, whether it was Remain in Mexico that stopped this ludicrous asylum program, which is basically an exception to the rule that everybody can pass, we were we would be building a wall, which we were under the Trump administration. We would stop catch and release. We would continue to enforce Title 42, and that was we know the numbers work. And then. Absolutely. Then you definitely go after cartels for their criminal activity, for their killing of our kids and our and our and our people. They definitely should be held accountable. So I, I would definitely make it. Uh, I would be, I would definitely step it up. But we also know that the the Biden administration knew they knew that these these laws and these policies were working, and they said we don't want them to work. We're going to unravel them, and we're going to do the opposite. And we're going to make illegal immigration a big deal in, in the United States, and we're going to encourage it. That's what they've now, done. You are doing uh, some other great work and filing lawsuits against the Biden administration over a number of things, including suing the HHS for allowing the WHO to exert or authority over the United States. Uh, tell us about that suit and what you are hoping to achieve with it. So basically, the Biden administration, through their Health and Human Services, is taking the definition of an emergency and direction from this World Health Organization, which we know has Chinese influence in it, other influences that are not our friends. And then supposedly Health and Human Services is going to go off the information they have to decide when we have a, a health emergency and then tell us what to do based on what this organization, again, not controlled by us, controlled by foreign influences, particularly China, China then they're going to tell us what we need to do. And, of course, they're not going to be trying to benefit us and yet the Biden administration illegally has adopted this rule that would subject us to outside foreign influences. And we've sued them saying, look, you can't do that. You can't you cannot delegate to a foreign country or a foreign entity the authority to tell us how we're going to decide whether we have a, a health emergency. You also are uh, uh, launching um, a multi-state coalition suing the administration to stop the new environmental social governance rule. Now, I am familiar with some of this. One of the tenets of that is to uh, basically prefer um, farmers of color, among other things. Tell us about uh, what that is all about, this environmental social governance rule. I'm a, is this the one that's associated with the, um, the uh, bill uh, passed by Congress? the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act and uh, all of the monies being thrown towards green energy? Well, I, I've renamed it. It's not ESG. It's the Make Americans Poor Act. Uh, and it's, desi- <laughs> yes, yes, yes. it's designed to make Americans poor because what it says is we have ha- we passed ERISA, Congress passed ERISA, which, is, uh, which, which was designed to protect Americans' retirement and make sure that their money was being invested by these asset managers in, in productive assets, that their, their goal, their sole goal, was to financially benefit the people investing. That's the only thing they're supposed to worry about. Now the Biden administration, not by law, not through Congress, has said, nope, don't worry about protecting Americans' assets. Don't worry about their retirement, making sure that people have the ability to retire or that they, when they do retire, that they have enough money or what they anticipated living on. No, you're supposed to now consider other factors that are related to our political views. And guess what? We already know that Americans are going to be poor, and we're going to try to force that down Americans' throat through this made-up regulation that, in the end, makes all Americans poor. So they, they need to make sure they name it by an accurate name, which is Make American Poor Act. 
Yeah. You also are going after this Waters of the United States EPA rule. Now, this essentially allowed the federal government to uh, to control any sort of water on your land. This includes cattle ponds. I grew up on a farm in Iowa. I know this. This informs little creek beds behind your house and whatnot. Uh, and I didn't realize that this was still, um, uh, still in effect. The EPA was still pushing toward this. Tell us where that is. Yeah, so we actually beat Obama on this uh, several years ago. We got. That, I remember they've that. Come, they've come back with it. You know, this is what they do. We win, and then they just write a new regulation that does it a little bit differently, <laughs> usually a, a little bit or a lot worse than the, fir- the first one. So the problem with this is it all sounds very kind of, you know, in- innocuous and, and certainly sort of like, oh, why do I worry about this? Well, what this does, it allows basically the administration through the Environmental Protection Agency to control any of your land by claiming that if you have any type of water, you know, on your on your property, whether it's a ditch that fills up with water when it rains, which would cover every piece of property in America, and then they can make you go to them for a permit, so you can't use your property the way you want to. You may not if you have oil and gas. Well, now you got to get a permit from them. They'll tell you no. If you want to use your 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 property for development, well, you got to go to them and they they have to approve it, and then you have to go through all their little rigmarole on environmental stuff. To get it through. Well, guess what? That means you don't control your property. The federal government does. And yeah. that's the problem with this. We are no longer controlling our property. The federal government is. What does this all point to? What What are all of these restrictions, all of the things that you're fighting against? What does this point to? I know what it points to. It's people who want to collapse the country. It's people who want to fundamentally change America. That's a promise that uh, Barack Obama made years ago. You don't change things fundamentally and you, unless you foundationally hate where they come from, hate the Constitution, hate the country is founded. Where do you suppose, where do you say this all comes from? So the founders were all about giving us uh telling us about our rights, which are, do not come from the government, do not come from Joe Biden, do not come from the EPA. They are uh, God-given rights, and that was something brand new in the world, that they actually discuss it that way and have a country built on that. Well, these people, they don't believe that. They don't believe these are God-given rights. They believe that they should tell us what to do, that they're smarter than us, that they know better than us, and that they deserve to tell us how to live our lives and what things we can do, what things we can't do. And if we don't do it, we get punished. And they take care of the people they like, and this is no different, again, this is no different than what happens in China. This is no different than what happens in Venezuela. This is no different than what happens in Russia. That's the model of a lot of the world, and that's the model that Barack Obama and Joe Biden love because they get to be the ones making the decisions. Ken Paxton, do you suppose that the American people are done with this nonsense? You know what? It's a constant battle because they're they're very, uh, you know, they're not limited by the things we are. We're limited by the truth, the law, and decency. And so they're not confined by those. They don't follow laws. They aren't decent about how they do it. And they don't don't care about not telling telling people, you know, things that are not true. And so they they operate to deceive and, and convince Americans. Hey, we're just here to help you. We are. We're, we're not taking your freedom. We're just gonna. We're just protecting the climate. Don't you want to clean, clean air? And clean? Yeah, we are getting cleaner air in Texas every day, despite the fact that these guys are trying to ruin our state. So they're not telling the truth. But if people are not educated about their goals and their mission, then yeah, it's easy to get fooled and to believe this idea that somehow they're out for our benefit when exactly the opposite is true. Yeah. 
I, I know that you, as the Attorney General of the state of Texas, that you, you can feel it. You, you know where the people are with regard to all of this uh, malfeasance, all of these uh, uh, 20th century abuses, 21st century abuses and usurpations. And, and I, I think that it, it's coming to a head. And I'm, I'm really certainly glad that you are active involved. I think there are a lot of great uh, uh, Republican uh, attorneys general that are doing their level best uh, in the face of the, a federal government that uh, doesn't want to play along and essentially wants to destroy the country. So I do appreciate your efforts. And I, uh, Ken Paxton, I really appreciate your time today. I know you're Absolutely, very busy. I, I do appreciate yeah, your no, time. I appreciate it. Uh, All right. Forward to see, talking to you again. All right. Have a glorious day. Let's go ahead and take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's The Rob Carson Show. I would imagine the folks at DirecTV are freaking a little. They got 50,000 people calling to cancel DirecTV last week, and uh, I would recommend that you uh, do the same. Uh, Newsmax is the, uh, you know, you know it's, uh, I'll be honest, uh, uh, Newsmax is the network that I work for. Newsmax is the one who uh, g- gave me the opportunity to do a uh, political comedy show three years ago, a year before Greg Gutfeld. And uh, and they did. And right now on on DirecTV, you've got over what I don't know, a thousand channels. I don't know what the hell. And right now, one one network that is uh, considered to be a conservative news network. That's Fox. That's it. They got Vice. They got MSNBC, CNN. All of them are suffering. They have their ratings are cratering. Nobody's watching them. Greg Gutfeld is beating all of the late night shows without big name acts. Okay, just a pro wrestler and a little cute little blonde minx with a just great one liner. That's it. So there's a need, and it's important. It's important that conservatism not be drowned out because you've seen the damage that the federal government can do when the deep state works with big social media and the mainstream media to shut down speech. It gets big, it gets ugly, people go to jail, elections are thrown, I can go on and on, and if you're sick and tired of it, then will you just do me a favor and call this number, 877-7-NEWSMAX, 877-7-NEWSMAX, or IWantNewsMAX.com, and uh, and help us out, by the way. Oh, Tyree Nichols' GoFundMe page has gone past a million dollars the last couple of days, his mom set it up. Set it up. 29-year-old beaten uh, to death by police, and, and yes, the nation is enraged. They're really mad at the police officers. They're not mad at racism. They're not mad at, you know, America's a racist country. No, uh-uh, no, no. That, that, that nonsense about uh, white supremacy and, uh, and uh, white privilege and all that, that all came about about 25, 30 years ago. They made it up to cover up the malfeasance and the failures of the very racist Democrat Party. If you don't believe me, call me. I'll, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Started with slavery, went on to Jim Crow, went on to the KKK, went on to Planned Parenthood, went on to the Great Society. Just do some reading about it. Just, you know, whenever people cry racism, they're the racist. Van Jones offered an opinion piece saying that the former police officers charged in the death of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols may have been tainted by racism, even though the officers are black. See, this is an excusal of uh, responsibility which is what the left has always done. They don't want to take responsibility of the fact that in inner cities, the abortion rate is above 70%, or the fatherless home uh, households are above 70 or 80%. And I know how, what, how hard it is to not be without, a, with, to be without a father. My father left when I was seven. My brother's life was destroyed because he could never figure out why dad didn't want anything to do with him. It has a profound impact. I don't care what color your skin is, but it, 
if you don't have that moral compass at home, mom can try all she wants. But particularly young men, if a father's not there, it is devastating. My brother died at 38 years old in his sleep. He never recovered. He went to visit my father who left us. Walked out the door. I remember the night he left. He slammed the door. The, bla- the gra- glass broke. And he never wanted anything to do with us again. And my brother went and visited him when he was maybe 30. And he had already moved on. It was like my brother never even existed. And it drove him to an early grave. It's time to take responsibility for what's happening in this country. Save lives. It is the Rob Carson Show. Back to wrap things up in a second. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. We're going to right this ship. 71% of us think the country's going in the wrong direction. We will right this ship. Good will win. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And until tomorrow, do not catch the stupid. See you.